Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Handmade Shop Podcast. My name is Sarah. I'm a multi-six-figure Etsy shop owner in the top 4,000 shops worldwide. This show is all about helping makers like you get more sales on Etsy. Each week, you'll learn effective and efficient ways to grow your Etsy shop and your profits, whether you're trying to make your first sale or number 10,000. So let's jump in. This may come as a shock to some of you, but we do not start our businesses in order to feel like junk all the time, right? You want to purposely build your business in a way that sets you up for a life that you love. And I know that this sounds a little hokey, but I want you to hear me out. I spent a very long time, years really, building a business the way I thought that you had to build a business. I fought the social media algorithms. I started a website. I did all of these things that I didn't really have an interest in doing. I just thought like you had to, to build a successful business. And what I've learned in the years of running my business full time is that all of those shoulds in your business, like I should do that, I should do this, whatever, in order to have a successful business. All of those are actually optional. So let's talk about in this episode, how to grow a full-time business on Etsy that you really actually love that works in your life and for your lifestyle. And I want to start by having you ask yourself three questions. The first is what products do you like to make? I have seen students pick a product they think will sell only because they think it'll sell, but they don't know a lot about the niche or they don't enjoy being part of that specific target market. And that choice normally backfires because you are not motivated to understand what your people really want and why you only have the revenue to motivate you. I personally do not have some like big mission in my business. I just want to make money and support my family in a way that I enjoy. And that's fine. Like I do not have some greater good in my business. So you, do not need to not be motivated by money. But if you do not enjoy the products that you make, the beginning part of your business where you're not making as much money as you want to is really, really hard. You do not have a sense of really who you're helping and why. You're solely motivated by revenue that's not coming in yet in the way that you want it to. So when you pick a product or niche for your shop that you really enjoy and can get inspired by regularly, regardless of how much revenue is coming into your business during the week or during that month or whatever time frame you're looking at, it is so much easier to keep going and keep putting the effort in until it works. And sometimes that's what it takes. There's no such thing as an overnight success on Etsy, even the people who you think are overnight successes, they usually have put in a ton of work into their products and into their business prior to it taking off. So starting your business with something that you enjoy or creating for a niche that you understand and like to be in really sets you up to be in this business for the long haul. And that's what it takes to grow a full-time business on any platform, including Etsy. The next question that I want you to ask yourself is how do you like to find your customers? And for this one in particular, I think it's really important to remember there is no right or wrong answer. For so many years, I thought the right answer had to be finding new customers on social media. I made myself wrong for a very long time for not being good on social media. But here's the deal. I don't like fighting the social media algorithms. I like to post when I feel like there's content I actually want to post. I don't like to feel 
feel pressure, like I have to go viral every single day or something like that. I don't like to put that pressure on me and on my business to find new people to get sales. What I do like is platforms like Etsy and Amazon where I can do some keyword research and format those keywords in a way that those platforms like and then have buyers find me through those keywords. Now, there's no right or wrong to this choice that I just mentioned either. Like I know full-time business owners who are really good at standing out on social media, making their audience into like a true community. And I have students who excel at finding connections online that works for them and they enjoy it. It comes natural to them sometimes maybe. Maybe they don't love the analytical part of keywords and getting found in search like I do. Neither one of us is wrong. It's just maybe what you're naturally good at or definitely what you naturally enjoy. And part of building a full-time business that you really love is leaning into what you really love and making it easy for you naturally. So I've made the choice in my product business to focus more on search results, getting found organically on these platforms that I'm already on that already have a lot of buyers. Now, the trade-off for this is I pay more in fees to Amazon, for instance, than some of my fellow full-time business owners who get a lot of sales from social media and direct those sales to their own website instead of a platform like Amazon or Etsy. So when you are building your business, I really want to make sure you are being honest with yourself about what you enjoy more and focusing less on what you think you should be doing to grow your business. The third question that I want you to ask yourself when you are growing this full-time business of yours is how much help do you want to hire? I do not know a lot of product business owners who are able to have a full-time income who do not have some form of help or need some form of help in their business. It is definitely possible though, but I do want you to be honest with yourself about how much help you want though and why you are answering that way. I have some students who say, I don't want any help in my business. I never want to hire. Like I just want to do it all by myself. And the reasoning behind that is sometimes because they can be afraid or like, I'm scared. I don't want to be a boss. I'm afraid I'll be a bad boss, whatever it is. And when you are making these decisions from a fear of something like that, I want to make sure that you are not letting this fear hold you back and keep you small. I currently have four local employees. If you would have asked me three years ago, if that would have been the case, I probably would have told you no way would I want that many people at any point in time. But you will learn as you hire people to be good at hiring and how to be a good boss and what you value in yourself as an employer. So here's a really great example. I really value flexibility in my own schedule and I extend that to my employees as well. If one of my employees needs to bring their kid to the doctor or they have a family event come up or an event for one of their kids at school, whatever it is, I have a college student who sometimes needs to study for a task longer than they thought they would need to. It could be anything. I give them flexibility in the time that they work for me because I value that in my schedule and I want to make sure I'm valuing their schedule as well. And that is something that maybe I didn't know about myself as an employer on day one of high my first person. So you don't want to be putting a lot of stress on yourself to be like the perfect boss and the perfect employer from day one. It is a skill and it's a skill that you will learn and that you can grow and develop over time. So be really cautious if you are answering this question from a fear of being 
good at being an employer. But if you truly do not want to hire people to help you make your products, that is going to tell you something about the type of products that you want to sell. You don't want to pick a product that takes you hours and hours to make. Because if you want to make $100,000 on Etsy and you have to do a $50 product that takes you an hour to make, you're going to need to sell 2,000 of them. And that is going to take you 2,000 hours, which is 40 hours per week of making every single week. That includes no other big business level activities that you need in order to keep your business running. So you're setting yourself up for 50-hour work weeks all year round in order to make a salary that is going to be hard to increase after a year because you're already working at capacity and you don't want help. Now, maybe you pick a $50 product that takes you a few minutes to make, right? Then you are more likely to be able to get away with not hiring anybody. Now, you're still setting yourself up eventually to be limiting your income at some point in time, but it's going to take you well past the point of a 100k year and that might make sense for you and your business more than the other product right you may also want to consider digital products or print on demand products if you are not wanting to hire the total amount of profit per order might be lower for those products so you are going to need more sales in order to hit your revenue goal but you don't need anybody physically making products with you. So you have the potential to scale without having a physical employee at your house or at an office space with you. And I do want you all at the very least to keep the possibility of having at least a virtual assistant in your business at some point in time. I currently have a virtual assistant team that does my customer service and my inbox management for me, for example. They free up hours and hours of my time every single week just with Etsy conversations and customer service, my inbox management alone. So definitely keep that in mind. Even if you are someone who is listening to this right now and saying, no, I never want to hire anybody. Keep that in mind. Uh, Keep your mind open to that as a possibility in the future for sure. So those are the three questions that I want you to ask yourself as you are purposely growing your business to or past a full-time revenue level. Because if you are not being conscious of these things, you are risking growing a business that you don't love. And that is going to lead to a ton of burnout and you are really going to limit your revenue and your income because of that. If you are ready for help with this and you have made over $20,000 in your Etsy shop throughout the lifetime of your business, I want you to apply for the Six Figure Maker Mastermind. This is my group coaching program for Etsy sellers who want to scale their business on Etsy to full-time revenue or to $100,000 or more within the next couple of years. Applications open tomorrow if you are listening to this in real time. That's January 25th. And applications are on a first-come, first-served basis. So I want to make sure that you apply early to make sure that you reserve your spot. You can join the waitlist with the link in the show notes that will make sure that you get an email as soon as applications are open and you can apply to work with me to grow your business to a six-figure revenue on Etsy in 2023. I will see you there. Thanks so much for listening today. Make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss the latest episode. To get show notes and any links mentioned in this episode, head on over to theheartlandcreative.com slash podcast.